back at you with some more soccer and snow and smoke, the soccer podcast from ESPN Missoula. I'm Andrew Houghton, happy to bring you more soccer talk here on Soccer and Snow and Smoke and happy to reintroduce a guest who's back in town. It's Taylor Hansen, formerly the Montana Grizzlies soccer team, formerly the San Diego Wave of the NWSL. Back in town for some training now, and Chris Chitavisky mentioned this the last time that he was on, and I knew I just wanted you to come in here and sort of update everybody on what's going on. So, Taylor, first off, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Soccer and Snow and Smoke is brought to you by Zootown Sports Cards, as well as Blackfoot Communications. Big thanks to all of our sponsors. Taylor, let's just start off with this. You're back in Missoula training now. Chris mentioned that the last time he was in, but sort of how did that year with the Wave play out, and where are you at now in your career? So, let's see. Last time I was here, I think I was heading back to San Diego. Yeah. Yep. Heading back. Um, got invited as a discovery player. Went to preseason camp. Ended up earning myself a contract. And then spent the whole year with the Wave. I had an incredible time. I learned a lot. I played with some of the greatest players that have played. Um, Abby Dahl Kemper and Alex Morgan, just a few. Right now, I'm back training, took a little bit of a much-needed break just to decompress. Um, I would say the year definitely took a lot out of me, but just a lot of learning lessons, a lot of exciting things happened. Yeah, just now looking to play overseas, so we'll see. What's it been like being back in in Missoula, being back around the team and being back in this environment? Uh, It's incredible, as always. Um, It's definitely one of my favorite places to be. Yeah, I think it's always just nice coming back. It feels like it's home. The girls, the environment's kind of the same since I left. Chris is always great, so are the coaches, um, helping with anything that I need. Taylor Hansen, one of the most decorated players in Montana Grizzlies soccer history, program record holder for games played, for minutes played, as a fullback, wingback for Chris Chitovitsky's Grizzlies, went pro after exhausting her college eligibility and spent the entire year with her hometown San Diego wave of the NWSL. Talk to me a little bit about just how that came about um, and what it was like getting that call. Uh, You know, we watched you play in the NWSL Challenge Cup in preseason, but what was that whole experience like? It was incredible. Um, I feel like I blacked out for half the year. (laughs) Um, But I think I registered for the draft right once the season was done. Had no idea what was going to come of it. I was having some conversations with Wave. Um, Chris was having some other conversations with some other coaches in the NWSL. Um, I sat through the draft on graduation day. Wow. Um, Yeah. So I wasn't really focused on graduation. I was focused on the draft. I was worried I was going to miss the start. And so I ended up like running off the stage of graduation just so I could go watch the draft. Wow. <laughs> and then from there, watch a draft. That was probably, I told Chris, that was probably one of like the loneliest moments that I've ever felt, even though I was surrounded by friends and family. It's just because I think nobody can really relate in that moment. And there's so much riding on it. Um, and as it got through the later rounds of the draft, I just had a feeling I wasn't really going to get picked up. So I had to like hit a low at that moment. Um, and then a couple hours later, I got a call from the wave. They're like, we want to invite you to preseason camp as a discovery player. And then we're on it again. So trained here for a good month with Chris and all the coaches. They prepped me and then went back home, got to preseason camp. And that's when it all came like super real. My anxiety was high, the emotions were high, but that's kind of how you know you're alive in those moments, so it was kind of great too. Um, I remember the first practice, 
I was in a passing pattern with Alex Morgan and Abby Dahlkemper, and I was like, just don't mess up, don't mess up, <laughs> just make the pass. Um, so you kind of had to talk myself through that there. But yeah, got through preseason camp, all those motions, earned a contract, felt like I was kind of on top of the world, but then also was like, okay, the real work's gonna begin. I think I had a hard time actually realizing where I was at in that moment, and I made it. Um, so I kind of just put my head down, kept working. Yeah, and then the whole year went by so quickly, just traveling different cities, experiencing what it was like. The first game was at Angel City, and they had 19,000 fans. Yeah, yeah. That was the most I'd ever played from ever, like by a lot. The most that most players in the country probably have ever played on in front of unless they're on the national team, you know? Yeah, yeah. San Diego Wave, of course, last year was the first year. Expansion team? Yep, first year, expansion team. So it was kind of crazy that that was all happening. Hometown, it was kind of meant to be, really. What was the biggest difference just in the the atmosphere, the environment? You, you talked about the, the training, but what was the biggest step up? Oh, there's a lot. Um, the game is just so much faster. Yeah. Um, and I think there was just a lot of basic things that the pros make look very simple. And so it's adjusting to that. Um, and I think also the pressure of it is like, you don't, you want to say there's no pressure, but there's a lot of pressure. It's now your job. Other people's jobs are on the line. Um, it's a business. And so it just kind of changes your mentality in that aspect. Even practices were kind of nerve wracking. <laughs> I mean, it is so pressure packed because the NWSL, I think there's only 10 or 12 teams in the league. There, there are not very many roster spots. No, there's not many roster spots at all. Did that pressure ever get to you, you know, that you're you're fighting for this opportunity? I mean, I just talked with Avery Collins, who was one of the greatest players ever come out of high school in the state of Montana, who, who hung around with the Washington Spirit for a couple years. And she talked about, you know, having to handle the mental side of it, really, really watch that closely. And really, she thought it made her a lot stronger mentally. But I guess two questions. Did you think and feel a sense of accomplishment at having made one of those spots? And then just what was the pressure like? Yeah, um, there was definitely a sense of accomplishment. I think coming from Montana, it's a smaller school. So I mean, like, I think not many people are expecting you to make it. And so kind of approaching preseason in a, you don't really have anything to lose because you could focus on it as there's no pressure that way. Or you could take it as there is pressure because you got to prove yourself. You're coming from a small school with all these other big players. So I think once, once I made the roster, I was on top of the world, like I said. But then, yeah, the pressure kind of kicks in and it's like, okay, you either sink or, or sink or swim. And so there were some days, like I said, like practice would be nerve wracking and you had to handle it mentally. The game felt like it changed, but it's because the mental battle became just that greater. Taylor Hansen, formerly of the Montana Grizzlies soccer program, now a professional who spent the last year in the NWSL with the San Diego Wave. She's joining us for soccer and snow and smoke, a little in-between period in Taylor's career here. You tried to stay on with the NWSL. Now it seems like you're looking overseas. What's this offseason been like for you? Um, this offseason, this was the first time I took a couple months away from the soccer ball. Yeah. I think just to recalibrate. Was that your decision or did were people sort of telling you, step away for a little bit, this will be good for you? Um, I think I was getting a little bit of both. Um, I had some people that were kind of pressuring me to get back on the ball. 
right away. But I think for me, I just needed that time to decompress, learn from last year, take time for myself. This was probably the first time that I've taken a couple months away from the soccer ball my entire life, I'd say. So it was much needed. What do you do to decompress? Are you just hanging out at home or is there something else you do to really help you get in the right mind state? Yeah, um, I'm hanging out at home, friends and family, working out, oddly enough, just not with the soccer ball. Yeah. Um, And then I'd say just like learning, reading, taking some courses here and there, that kind of stuff. And then once you, once you, started training again started working with the ball did, did it come right back there were a couple a couple days i had to remind myself um to give myself some grace and some patience but for the most part it comes back pretty quickly it's kind of like riding a bike and that's fully outside so the wave lets you go sort of right at the end of the season yeah so they just told me um my contract wasn't going to get renewed they wanted a little bit more experience and so then i took a little bit of time off i ended up practicing with them a little bit in a couple of sessions that they yeah. held. And then I took some time on time off after that. Did you get the sense that they were still going to help you? Like they would recommend you around the league or, or were there any discussions like that? What's it like when you sort of get released or, or not renewed, I guess? Yeah. Um, no, they were super helpful. I think the entire staff is great and the club is incredible. Um, Casey Stoney, head coach, told me that once you're her player, you're her player for life. Um, so anything that I needed, contacts or anything, they'd be willing to help. What was it like playing for for Casey? And there's been a, a lot of discussion about the quality of coaching around the NWSL, but it seems like from everything that I've heard about her, she's not really that type of coach. She's, she's very good. And this was, of course, her first year coaching in the NWSL. Yeah, no, Casey's incredible. Um, I have nothing but kind words about her. She's kind of a no BS person, no BS coach, which is nice across the entire team. Just really preaching excellence, hard work, persistence, and just like teamwork. She wants us to work together. It's everything for the team, no matter if you're in the starting 11 or you're a reserve player or you're one that's not traveling, you contribute to the team and you contribute to the success. So the players on the field, the 11 on the field, they wouldn't be prepped for the week unless everybody else worked their tails off in practice. So it's really just a collective effort. Soccer and Snow and Smoke is brought to you in part by Blackfoot Communications. Stay connected with Blackfoot Communications. Whatever your internet and phone needs, whether they're business or personal, go to goblackfoot.com to see how they can help you stay connected. And if you're a small business, see how they can help you grow your business with their Connect to More program. That's goblackfoot.com. Thank you to Blackfoot Communications. Thank you as well to our other sponsor and Zootown Sports Cards, Missoula's hub for all things sports card and memorabilia collecting. Located in the Stevens Center at 2100 Stevens Avenue, nice and central to everything in the Garden City, and with a great collection of sports cards for you to peruse, whether you're looking for packs or for singles. Still running our Soccer and Snow and Smoke podcast special at Zootown Sports Cards. Go down there and let them know that you heard about them on the podcast. They'll hook up a special deal for you. I've got to get down there myself to see how their inventory's changed. It's always changing, always new stuff to look at. That Zootown Sports Cards, 2100 Stevens Avenue in the Stevens Center. Big thanks to both of our sponsors. Now back to soccer and snow and smoke. (laughs) 
Walk me through what the day-to-day for you was like. I had a lot more free time than I thought I would. Okay. <laughs> you were in your hometown, though, so. Yeah, I was in my hometown. Um, let's see. I wake up, probably like 7. We'd have to report at 9.15, I think. And then we'd have 45 minutes to kind of just hang out, get ready. Um, we'd go to film, have 30 minutes of film, or just kind of review the session, what it was going to be. Um, then we would have activation, taping, that kind of stuff. And then we would go train at about 11. After that, we would come back. We'd have more film. We'd either split up into units or just do a whole team one. And then we'd have a lift probably two days out of the week. And then we were probably done at the latest at one or two. And then you had the rest of the day off. How did you handle the time? I mean, was that difficult for you? I would say that the time off was kind of difficult and like, weird way yeah just knowing what to fill your time with i think for me i spent way too much time thinking about soccer after that i didn't really give myself another outlet so after training and getting back home i would sit i would get in the ice tub i would normatech do my recovery eat and then i would watch film again so i'd watch the whole practice back again and that was kind of my day did you feel yourself getting better over the year yeah I would say even now, there's just a lot of stuff that you pick up just being around players of that caliber, even without realizing it. I think the whole year my brain was on information overload too, just with the soccer IQ and realizing all the stuff that I didn't know um, and how much I've actually learned. You were playing with a lot, as you mentioned, really famous players, internationals um, from Alex Morgan, of course, maybe one of the most famous players in world soccer. And she came in to the NWSL and had a great year for, yeah. for San Diego Wave in the first year. Also like Abby Dahlkemper, Naomi Girma broke into the U.S. team. A couple other like non-U.S. internationals. Oh, yeah. Just what's it like playing with those girls? And, and what are players on that level like? They're just normal people. Yeah. I think like that's the craziest part once you get there. That's what Avery said too when she was in here. Like she was playing with some girls whose posters she had on her wall, but they yeah. were like really close and, and friends and just hanging out and eating pizza like normal people. Yeah. They're just normal people just accomplishing excellent things. I think they have their values, they know how to work hard, and they have a lot of opportunity and they seize those opportunities and perform at those times. But yeah, like a lot of the girls do are just goofballs. Like we just hang out, joke around, have a good time, play soccer. It's, yeah. I mean, they're incredible women, um, super uplifting, super supportive. Yeah, I've, they're incredible. Taylor Hansen, whose career sort of in the transition here, she played last year in the NWSL with the San Diego Wave, now looking potentially overseas what's that process like is it sort of weird to not know where you'll be going next uh how are you trying to handle that super weird um i'm definitely i've been somebody that's needed a plan every step of the way um and now it's kind of like okay what do i do um but i think it's just being patient reaching out to as many people as possible and just seeing kind of what happens. I talked to Ashley, um, the assistant coach at the Grizz. Ashley Herndon, yep, who yeah. played. She was a great player at James Madison, and then she went and played uh, at multiple Champions League clubs overseas, I think. So uh, great resource, yeah. Yeah, she just talked about how 
in professional soccer, you just have to be very flexible with what you're doing. Um, and if you're not, you're going to have to figure it out at some point just because it's very fluid. Roles are always changing. Coaches are always changing. What teams need, that kind of stuff. Is it something that you are involved with a lot yourself or are you just letting your agent handle it? So I had an agent in the beginning um, and I just don't think it was really working out for both of us. Um, and so I ended up having to kind of go on and kind of do things a little bit myself. Um, so I'm kind of in that process. Is that easy? Where Was that easy to start doing? I mean, representing your, yourself, putting yourself out there? I wouldn't say it's easy for me. I would say the communication and reaching out has always been something that I've kind of struggled with. So it's an area that I'm growing in for sure. Um, and this is kind of forcing me to do that, which is great. How far do you think you are away from, from signing with somebody and, and starting your career back up again? I think anything can happen. It could be a couple of weeks. It could be two months. It just really depends on um, when leagues start, what teams need, that kind of stuff. Taylor Hansen from the Montana Grizzlies soccer team, a great player here in Missoula, led the Grizzlies to an NCAA tournament her final year, retired as the program all-time leader in minutes and games. Kind enough to join us here on Soccer and Snow and Smoke for a little update on her career, talking about her last year with the San Diego wave of the NWSL. And now what's next? Uh, Taylor, just anything else to add? Any any other updates that people should know about? Um, Not really, not that I can think of. How excited are you for the Women's World Cup this summer? Very excited. Uh, yeah, pumped to watch it. More soccer is always great. Yeah, and I think it's kind of cool to know that I've played with some of the players and know them personally. Um, it just makes me a little bit more invested, too, just because I know how great they are. What system did you play in San Diego? I mean, what was... Oh, wow. Um, it would really depend. Um, sometimes we went into like a 3-5-2. I think we were playing a 4-3-3 for a little bit. Yeah, it really it just really de- it really depended. We kind of switched it up here and there. Well, Taylor, thanks so much for taking the time today. Liked having you in here again. It, it's great to see you again. Glad you're back in Missoula for a little bit. Um, and good luck with everything. We'll try to keep you updated on where Taylor's going as well as the rest of the former Grizzlies who are playing professionally here on Soccer and Snow and Smoke. I think it's always cool to see and sounds like a new experience coming up for you going overseas. So good luck with that. Thanks again for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much.